We are heading for an employment crisis in this country. More than 20% of Canadian employees will be eligible to retire by 2026. I'm quickly doing the math. Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? I'm never going to be able to afford to retire. Uh, Roughly double the amount of the previous five years. So already we have a bigger cohort of people saying, I'm hanging it up. And just under 10% of people in the skilled trades are eligible to retire by the end of 2026, and you add to that a strain on the workforce already, and we are heading for some rocky waters, and that that is just not even factoring in the pandemic and the the surge in demand that is coming. We already have seen it. There's been a bit of a pause on it because of Omicron, but it is coming back. Richard Lyle is president of the Residential Construction Council of Ontario and joins me now. Hi, Richard. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm well. What are you seeing in your sector in the next couple of years? Well, we've got a lot of challenges. Let me tell you, there's no stone that hasn't been turned over in this pandemic. And of course, you know, the pandemic exacerbated some pre-existing problems that were already there. Uh, and so there's been plenty of surprises. And uh, basically, you know, all the balls are up in the air right now, but I'm Proud of our industry that they've, and everyone that works in it and the construction workers have been doing a remarkable job uh, keeping up with things and, you know, notwithstanding some very serious supply chain problems. And of course, we've, safety's number one. So uh, we've had to take extra precautions there and that takes time. And it, of course, is, reduces uh, our productivity. And it has delayed closings, but we're we're hammering away at it. But we do have a problem uh, with respect to skilled uh, trades uh, and other issues. But skilled trades in particular, because you know when it comes down to it, it's people that build houses, mm-hmm. and we've got a great workforce. But we already had problems before the pandemic. The pandemic just uh, threw a bunch, a uh, few more logs on the fire, so to speak. Right, a great accelerant of of current or, or rather yes. uh, pre-existing trends. Uh, within the healthcare system, we've seen a lot of burnout. Uh, we've heard a lot about people just leaving that industry altogether. Uh, what's it like in skilled trades? Well, you know, it, it's uh, been a challenge. You know, initially there was a lot of fear. We said, hey, look, if you're, if you, you know, we, we, we fought to stay open because, of course, uh, housing is a need. It's not something you can kind of, it's not an option in life, right? It's not an accessory. Uh, and we made that argument and the government trusted us and we were the first industry to create a pandemic uh, protocol, safety protocol that was actually adopted by under other industries. We did that in a week and we went online literally over a weekend. So uh, we managed to keep working. So that has been good. As I said, we've you know we've got a problem with delayed closings because the supply chain has been a mess, uh, and our materials costs have been you know just gone up ex- exponentially, which mm. is a real challenge. But you know it's kind of a bit of a domino effect. If you're missing certain parts in a house, you you can't proceed to the next step. So that completely discombobulates your scheduling. And uh, and can be very very frustrating because of course you know you've got new home buyers that want to get their homes and we want to get them in their homes and condos and or if it's a rental apartment building or even a nonprofit you know because we build everything uh, and so it's been a real challenge now on the demographics 
you know, we dramatically increased our immigration, but we didn't factor in, okay, who's going to build the housing for these people? And also what was overlooked was uh, we didn't, you know, we, a certain percentage of our immigrants needed to be skilled trades, and we haven't met those numbers at all. Uh, and that's because you got two separate levels of government do, dealing with two different things, and they don't often communicate with each other, right? So, uh, and then we had a training and apprenticeship system, which, uh, you know, we're busy in the process working with government to reform that, and that's going well. But of course, you know, in these days, as you know, things can never happen quickly enough. And, uh, but we've really made a, a big effort with a lot of success in attracting young people and, and certainly more women into, uh, into the trades and into construction because they're fantastic careers. But, you know, we're still, we've still got what I call a pig in the python. You know, it's, uh, uh, we've, we've got to work our way through the next year to, you know, two years. And, uh, and I think after that, things will get better, providing certain decisions that are made that will increase the number of skilled trades coming into Canada. We'll leave it there. I, I, lo- I love that uh, that visual, pig and a python. I appreciate that very much, Richard. You be well. <laughs> Maybe not the best, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like it. It brought it home to me. I appreciate okay. that. Uh, that is it. Richard uh, Lyle, who is president of the Residential Construction Council of Ontario.